0: I just wanted to warn you, we are starting the Black Narcissus storyline, but we are missing the conclusion. We have Parts 1 through 5, Episode 7, but we are missing, I believe, the last three episodes. But what we do have is is good, and I'm pretty sure that Clark, Lois, and Jimmy all make it out okay. We apologize for the inconvenience.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound.
2: Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane!
1: It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Yes, fellows and girls, here is an important message for you, a message direct
3: from our fighting Marines in the Solomon Islands, echoed by our blue jackets on the high seas, by the boys who wear our Army and Navy wings, our tank troops in Africa, our commandos in England. In fact, by every man in the American Armed Forces, no matter where he may be. And here's the message. We're going to win this war, they say. We're going to wipe Hitlerism and fascism off the face of the earth. We've taken on the job and we're going to see it through, but we can't do it alone. We can't do it without the help of every boy and girl and every man and woman back home. Now, we know the one way we can help those boys fight this war to a victorious finish is to see that they get all the guns and tanks and ships and planes they need. But those things require a lot of money, and that's where you and I come in. We help our government to buy those war materials by lending them our money, by buying all the war stamps we possibly can as often as we can. Why, right at this moment, there may be a detachment of American commandos carrying through a raid on occupied France, and they're equipped with guns and tanks and protected by planes and ships that you help to buy. That is, if you've been buying war-saving stamps regularly. So let's make a promise to ourselves right now. Let's promise to buy war-saving stamps as often as we can. Tell mother and dad about it and see if you can't get them to give you a dime a day for a war stamp or a dime every other day. Remember that every dime is important because ten cents will buy five forty-five caliber bullets to be used by our soldiers, sailors, and marines. Five dimes will buy enough fuel oil to take an American destroyer one full mile closer to its objective. And a dime a day from all the fellows and girls in the United States will buy enough fast-pursuit planes to blast Hitler's Luftwaffe right out of the sky. So remember, every time you've got a dime, buy a
1: war-saving stamp. And now, the adventures of Superman. On their way to the Belgian Congo to search for Prince Saber, sole heir to the title and riches of the Sheik of Mecca, Clark Kent and Lois Lane were forced to stop off at Khartoum in Egypt to put young Jimmy Olsen in a hospital. Jimmy, suffering from the effects of a poisoned thorn, is now on the road to recovery. But in the meantime, some strange things have turned up. To begin with, Kent and Lois believe that a patient in the hospital, an Arabian suffering from tropical fever, is the Prince Saber for whom they're searching. They also believe that a mysterious one-eyed man has been shadowing them and, in fact, made an attempt to put them out of the way. As our story continues, it is almost midnight. Bent and Lois have caught in the lobby of their hotel, and Lois has gone into her room, closing the door behind her. Groping in the darkness for the light switch, she is suddenly frozen stiff, as a voice filters out of the pitch black. A voice that says...
2: Do not move, Miss Lane, and do not cry out.
1: Who are you? What are you doing in my room?
2: My identity is unimportant. My presence is another matter. Now don't reach for the light switch. We shall have to conduct all our business in the dark. What sort of nonsense is this? Sit down in a chair, Miss Lane. Very well. That's much better. Well, now what? I will come closer to you now. I am standing in front of you. Now I shall reveal myself to you, Miss Lane. I shall illuminate my face with a small flashlight. So, huh? you recognize me?
0: You're so The man in the dining room. The one who tried to poison us. The, the,
2: the... Say it, Miss Lane, the one-eyed man. I'm quite accustomed to it. <laughs> Just to show you I'm not sensitive about it. Look at me. Look at me. (laughs) That's right. You're fascinated by my ugliness, aren't you? No. No. Yes, you are. There's something frightening about it. Frightening and fascinating. That's perfect. Keep looking at me. You're getting drowsy, aren't you? You'd like to drop off. To sleep. What? Drowsy. Drowsy. Sleep. Mm. Sleep. No. Please. Sleep. Mm. Sleep. Sleep. Mm. Sleep. There she is asleep. The perfect hypnosis. Now, Miss Lane, you are ready to do my bidding. Do you understand? You are ready to do my bidding. Is that clear? Answer me. Is that clear? Yes. Good. To begin with, you and Mr. Kent are on your way to the Belgian Congo to search for Prince Seba. Is that not true? Yes, sir. But what, Miss Lane? Hospital. The hospital. What are you trying to tell me, Miss Lane? Prince Seba the hospital. Think hard, Miss Lane. What are you trying to say? Prince Saber is in the hospital. What hospital? What hospital, Miss Lane? Answer me. Here, in Khartoum. You are not telling me the truth. You mustn't lie to me. The truth. It's the truth. How do you know? I saw him today. You saw Prince Saber in the Khartoum hospital. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. What room is he in? Miss Lane, what room is Prince Seba in? The ward. Ward. Ward A. You have been very helpful, Miss Lane. You see, I have no desire to harm either you or Mr. Kent. My concern is only with Prince Seba. If what you have just told me is the truth, I will no longer bother you. Do you understand? Yes. Now I must leave. You will have no recollection of this little episode. When you awaken, it will be as though from a deep sleep. It is now ten minutes after midnight. The bell on the car to mission will ring at one o'clock. It will awaken you. Good night, Miss Lane. Good night. Leaving the hotel,
1: the mysterious one-eyed Egyptian walks rapidly up the deserted street, a strange, vindictive smile playing about his thick lips. Lengthening his stride, he turns the corner. But as he does so, a familiar figure steps out of the shadowed darkness of the doorway.
2: Just a moment. I'd like to talk with you. Uh, Beg your pardon. Don't
0: bother begging my pardon. You remember me, don't you?
2: I am sorry. The street is dark. I cannot see you. My name is Kent. Clark Kent. Does that mean anything to you? I do not recall the name. Have we met before?
0: Yes. Under rather strange circumstances.
2: You tried to poison me. (laughs) You are joking. No, I'm not joking. You sent
0: some drinks to my table tonight.
2: Oh, yes, of course. You are the American with the young woman. Oh, you remember now, eh? Yes, naturally. I trust you enjoyed the cordial.
0: Look, my friend, you're not pulling any wool over my eyes. Those drinks were poisoned, loaded with cyanide or potassium.
2: I do not
0: understand. You understand perfectly. Now, who hired you to get rid of Miss Lane and myself? You belong to the Black Narcissus cult?
2: The Black Narcissus cult? I do not quite comprehend. Listen to me. I have
0: neither the time nor the inclination to bandy words with you. Now, I may look harmless, but you'll discover differently unless this nonsense stops. Neither you nor any other member of your sneaking, murdering cult can stop me from doing exactly as I wish to do. But, Mr. Kent, these accusations, they are
2: uncalled for.
0: Your little act doesn't impress me, my friend. I've met smooth talkers like you before. You're all cut in the same pattern. As a matter of fact, I think I should deliver you to the local authorities. You're a dangerous person to be allowed to roam around loose.
2: Now you are talking like a fool. What do you expect to that, prove?
0: That you're a would-be murderer. You made an attempt on my life and
2: the life of Miss Lane. This is all very amusing.
0: Well, it won't be so amusing by the time I'm through with you.
2: Come on. Please take your hand off my arm.
0: Sorry, but you're a slippery article. And
2: now that I've got you, I'll hold on to you. I said please take your hand off my arm. And I said no. No. Come along. One moment. I should like to show you my identification. Perhaps once you know who I am, your opinion of me will change. What do you mean? If you will release my arm, I will show you.
0: All right. But remember one thing. I don't trick easily. If you're thinking of pulling a gun or a knife out of your pocket, forget it.
2: They don't bother me either. I have no intention of using a gun or a knife. What I wish to show you is... This. What is it? A tiny capsule containing a dose of poison ten times as powerful as the cyanide used in your drinks. Oh, then you admit poisoning those drinks. You are very clever, Mr. Kent. Yes, I admit it. But I prepared myself for an emergency like this. I knew that someday I would be caught. Good fortune cannot last forever. But I vowed never to be caught alive. So therefore, I swallow this deadly capsule. No, wait. Too late, Mr. Kent. This is just a trick to avoid arrest. You are quite right. It is a trick, but a very costly one. I am paying for it with my life. It will only take a moment or two until the capsule dissolves. I'm sorry to keep you waiting.
0: I've had enough of this play acting. It's all very interesting, but... It's
2: beginning to work. Yes. You're
0: putting on a beautiful performance, but it's wasted on...
2: Believe me, this is the end. This...
0: <clears throat> Caught him just in time. Fainted. Oh, wait. His hands are ice cold. I can't feel any heartbeat. this on the level? I can't believe it. Better get him to the hospital in a hurry. I'll have to do it as Superman. Up, up, and away! Shh! This is probably a silly question, Dr. Hammond, but do you think there's any hope for him?
1: I'm afraid not, Kent. He's scarcely breathing, and I can barely detect a heartbeat.
2: Hmm.
1: Whatever it was he took is slowly but surely killing him. There's nothing we can do. Look at his face. It's ashen gray. Only a matter of minutes now. Uh, Shall we wait in the anteroom? This ward isn't a very pleasant place. As you wish. After you, Kent. Thank you. Tell me, if I'm not being too inquisitive, where on earth did you find him at this hour of the night?
0: It's a long story, Dr. Hammond, and just a little fantastic.
1: (laughs) Uh, Nothing that happens in the Far East is fantastic, Kent. You get to know that after a while. Egypt particularly is honeycombed with strange people, members of secret societies and mysterious cults. They practice weird ceremonies, even to the extent of self-destruction.
0: That man in the ward is a member of a cult.
1: (laughs) I thought as much. Well, he isn't anymore, I'm afraid. Death has come by now.
0: I'm afraid you're right, Doctor. I'm afraid you're right.
1: But even as Dr. Hammond, his voice hushed, uttered the pronouncement, a strange, chilling scene is taking place in the dimly lit hospital ward. The one-eyed Egyptian, a moment ago pale and motionless on the iron hospital cot, has lifted his head. Slowly, soundlessly, he rises to his feet and scans the room. Then, moving swiftly like some great cat, he passes from bed to bed, examining each medical child. Suddenly, he stops short, and a knowing smile curls his lips. His voice is a faint, scarcely heard whisper, as he says. So, you are Prince Seba. Don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode of this exciting Superman story. It's the conclusion of the Far Eastern Adventure. So be sure to listen tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman.
3: Fellows and girls, don't ever get the idea there's nothing you can do to help win this war. Of course, we can't all be members of Uncle Sam's armed forces because some of us are too young or too old. But that doesn't mean we can't get into this fight, no, sir, because there is one big important thing we can do we've got to see that our fighters are supplied with all the bullets and guns and tanks and ships and planes they need to wipe terrorism and fascism off the face of the earth. How? By buying all the war-saving stamps and bonds we possibly can. Because every time we buy a war-saving stamp or bond, we lend our government money with which to finance our fight. So remember, talk with Mother and Dad tonight about giving you an extra dime every day or every other day for war-saving stamps. Talk about it with all your friends. Get them to make a pledge with you to buy war-saving stamps regularly.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman. the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.
2: This is Mutual.